reach from Baltimore, where grit, tenacity, and being a dog is my second nature. Where I'm from, when you step on that court, you better be ready to defend your name and your spot. You think there's going to be handouts? There's no handouts. There are no excuses. If I had been a little sweeter, softer, or nicer, I wouldn't be the player I am today. I wouldn't be breaking records. I wouldn't be setting trends. I wouldn't be the double-double queen, the Bayou Barbie, or even just going viral. She blocked that while holding her own shoe. I'm here to put Baltimore on the map for the young girls that are looking up to me where I'm from. So you want me to be nice? Nah. My thoughts, my opinion, sports podcast. Yo, what it is? Welcome back to another episode of MTMO Sports Podcast, Doug. Yo, this episode is going to be dope. I promise you, you feel me? Because we'll be talking about the NCAA bracket. We got two new champs. You feel me? And there's been a little bit of drama on the female side. going <laughs> Gonna get my opinion on that, man. And man, one of the NBA greats is pretty much saying he's done that to this year. You know what I mean? Even though he still got, I believe he still got game left in him, but he said he's gonna be done that to this year. And I'm also gonna be giving my opinion about it's a new star potentially coming to the NBA. You feel me? Gonna get my opinion on that. But enough talking. Let's get straight to it. Let's go. All right. Man, if you, I'm gonna start with the women's NCAA because the women's NCAA was 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 something. If you missed it, you missed a good one. Hope you had TiVo. Hope you got something that you recorded or they 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 should run that tournament back, man, because that was one of the best NCAA tournaments. Period. You know what I mean? I ain't even gonna separate it. As far as being in the women's side, that was the best I seen, and the views was popping. You feel me? The views. Have reached over like 12.2 million views. Man, give it up for the ladies. Give it up. Because this is what I've been saying, man. If you put these ladies onto the same platform as the dudes, man, they will show out. And it's been shown. It's been proven. They show it out. And this was just on the college level. Just imagine what the WNBA can do, man. This is what we've been fighting for. This is what I had gave my opinion. Many episodes about that. Give these females the same platform. And, you know, I mean, as the dudes, they will produce, man. It's true hoopers. True hoopers. My bad. Out there, you feel me? But let's give it up for LSU, man. Give it up. The Lady Tigers captured the uh, university first ever national championship, man. So that they get another round of applause for that, you know what I mean? And, and it's, it's, this one is very, very important to me because, like, as you can see, I got the Baltimore shirt on, got the old shirt on. It's the old season right now. Um, That one of our own, Angel Reese, from straight out of Baltimore, Doug, and got her first national championship with the LSU uh, Lady Tigers, man. So that's most definitely give it up for her, man. Because she has been going through adversity ever since she left St. Francis. Now, like I said, she was the champion in Baltimore, you know, in St. Francis Academy. Um, but also, you know, she, she struggled once she got the University of Maryland. I wish she would have kind of stayed there. But, you know, sometimes what's, what's not what's best for us ain't what's best for her. And she proved it. You know what I mean? Her freshman year, she broke her foot. 
Um, she wasn't able to produce for Maryland as we all had the expectation of her doing. You know what I mean? And uh, Maryland must didn't understand what they had because they let her walk out that door, even though I know it's her choice. You know what I mean? By all means, yes, it's her choice, but you cannot let that talent walk walk out that door. And they did. And if that was right in the LSU lap, man, you know what I mean? And, you know what I mean? She went through so much adversity that people was 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 downing her, was talking bad about her, you know what I mean? And, and she actually came out with a with a backlash about it. She got up. She got up. Actually, actually, I'm none of I'm Angel Reese from Baltimore, where grit, tenacity, and being a dog is my second nature. Where I'm from, when you step on that court, you better be ready to defend your name and your spot. You think there's going to be handouts? There's no handouts. There are no excuses. If I had been a little sweeter, softer, or nicer, I wouldn't be the player I am today. I wouldn't be breaking records. I wouldn't be setting trends. I wouldn't be the double-double queen, the Bayou Barbie, or even just going viral. She blocked that while holding her own shoe. I'm here to put Baltimore on the map. For the young girls that are looking up to me, where I'm from. So you want me to be nice? Nah, I'ma play like Angel. I'ma walk that walk, and I'ma talk that talk, and I'ma be passionate and competitive. It paved the way for me, it made a lane for me, and it made me, me. The one and only, Angel Reese, the Bayou Barbie, the Double Double Queen, and I won't be toning it down anytime soon. Woo! Yes, sir! <laughs> Talk that talk, man. She had to put Baltimore on the map, man. That's exactly what she did. Double double queen. You heard it. Thirty-four double doubles. <laughs> Let's repeat that. Thirty-four double doubles throughout the whole year. The whole year. You know what I mean? She she most definitely had got most outstanding player throughout the whole tournament. Because that's exactly what she did. Who she was. The most outstanding player. You know what I mean? No, no disrespect to any other player. I understand this is, might sound biased because it's about 75% bias. But the other 25% is straight facts. So it will equal up to 100. <laughs> you feel me? But nah. On, 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 for real though. That she most definitely showed out, showed up when it was most definitely needed. You know what I mean? And she most definitely got a lot of people saying, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because that's what, you know, I, I seen uh one of her games in high school. You feel me? So I I I, I seen the potential. And now that I don't think she's even met her full potential yet. But she's still got more game to grow. She's still got more talent to gain and, and knowledge to gain and IQ and all that other good stuff. It's I think it's more to come for her. You know what I mean? Will she win another national championship? I'm about 50% chance of saying yes, she will. You know what I mean? Especially if you can build the right, put the right pieces in front of her, uh, around her, and, and and you got the great coach and and, and, and Kim Mulkey. You feel me? So it's, it's, it's there. I believe that it, it most definitely is, is, is her time, and she's going to win uh, on each level. She won on high school. She just won in college, I believe. Whenever she get into the WNBA, she's going to win there too. It's going to be teams that's going to be fighting to get to get her. She is now one of my favorite female players. You know what I mean? Right now, my little sister, my, my baby sister, still got that number one spot right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? But she don't has the, the same talent as Andrew Reese 
right now. But, you know what I mean? Andrew Reese is most definitely right at that, right there after my baby sister. <laughs> most definitely because, number one, she's for Baltimore. Number two, she is a great player who's going to excel and exceed. As I just keep saying, you feel me? Um, So, you know, like I said, shout out to Angel Reese, man. Shout out to you for most definitely putting that ball in the mouth. You know what I mean? Um, You know what else that I, you know, I've seen some things that was uh phony as this situation was come because it, it, it's fresh on my mind. I want to just get it out my out the way right now. Uh, Dr. Jill uh, Biden, uh, the first lady. Dog, let me tell you right now, that's, that stunt you tried to pull was... Whack. Like, why? If you don't know, I'm pretty sure everybody should know, but why would you want to invite the losing team to the White House, too? It's like, I'm not understanding. Hey, yo, what the fuck? You know, I'm not understanding. What, what, what sense do that make? You know what I mean? When is it okay to now, when uh you are run up, that you can get the same type of qualification as the champion? Nah, duh. You came up short. <laughs> it ain't like, it's not like the game ended in a tie. Because there's nowhere near tie. Everybody's seen the score. One oh, what is like, 102 to 80-something? So, nah, duh. I don't know. What you was thinking, why you was thinking that. I understand that uh uh you was probably rooting for uh Caitlin Clark and, and um Iowa. I, I totally get it. But nah dog, you keep that you keep that stuff under the rug. Your team didn't win. If your team don't win, you don't you don't uh invite them to the White House. I was like, that's that 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 really bothered me, man. And and I, I felt like that was is that like a personal attack or something? I thought like it was. You didn't have no faith that the black team was going to win. You know what I mean? I And, and I kind of hate to bring it racial, and I'm pretty sure it's going to be people that say, oh, it's not racial. It, it kind of was. You didn't feel that the black team was going to win. You felt like the white girl that everybody's grown to love now you know what I mean? That she was going to pull it off. But the only thing about it was, like, you thought that the girl, that one girl, was going to pull it off. Not the girl's team. You feel me? You didn't believe. It's not saying that you didn't believe in Angel Reese versus uh, Caitlin Clark. Or Angel Re uh, Caitlin Clark versus Alexis Morris. That's not what you was pretty much, you was feeling like. Caitlin Clark is so special that she is going to lead this team to victory. It doesn't matter what LSU does. And LSU showed, like, we have a team. And it's like, no disrespect to Iowa. They have a good team, too. <laughs> By all means, they do have a good team because they wouldn't have got to the national championship without having a good team. But you came up to a better team. Team. Angel Reese and them saying it the whole entire time. We came together and pick up ball in the summer. We start learning each other tendencies and start getting mad at each other early. So I can know your tendencies and when you get tired, where you want it, how you want it, and this is how it's going to be for us. <laughs> you know what I mean? So they 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 had the right recipe. And then you just add, add the coach to sit that, that was on top. 
and you finished the team. Not one person. That was the team. That was a team effort. LSU was fired in on all cylinders because once Angel Reese and uh, um, Alexis Morris went out uh, in foul trouble, that bench came out of nowhere. And I, I, I can't forget her. Uh, I forgot her name. Oh, man. I swear I wish I could remember her name right now. But she came off the bench and dropped five threes. Five. <laughs> Ended with 21 points going into halftime. So, I don't know what the first lady was thinking. Well, we, honestly, I, I know what you were thinking. We all kind of know what you were thinking. But it didn't work. So, no. If, and, and then, you know, you know, LSU is really thinking about going to the White House. I will think about it, too. Since you want Iowa to come so bad, just have them come. You know what I mean? Had them shake their hand and they hold LSU jersey passing to Joe Biden. I think that that that'll be that'll be cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? That, that'll be cool since you want to invite them so bad. But anywho, speaking of Alexis Morris, man, her story is very incredible, very very incredible. You know what I mean? The comeback kid. That's 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 she wears that that title very well, like. Very, very well, man. And the reason she wears that title so well because the beginning of her college career, man, she she talks about it. She says she was never thinking that she was going to make it back to basketball, the college level. You know, I mean, getting kicked out of uh, a Rutgers, uh, Rutgers and um, leaving Baylor also. Uh, she, she really said she went to like a depression stage and you know she had to look herself in the mirror and 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 let herself know like you are capable of playing this game and that is one hell of a story that people should 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 be told it should be talked about more and more and more you know what i mean because she overcame the biggest enemy of, of all of us you know what i mean everybody deals with the same enemy and the enemy is the person that's looking looking directly in yourself when you look in the mirror it's yourself if you beat yourself man everybody can beat you but as long as you have that great spirit and that and 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 great support system things can turn around and, and things did turn around for shorty and you know what i mean let's give her applause for that <laughs> you know what i mean because most people would have like i said just gave up would have did a nine to five and just talked about the things that they kind of accomplished. Oh, I, I could have did that. That could have been me. And that could have been this. And that and she probably was saying, that can be me. That can be me. That could be me. Why that's not me. And she finally got herself together where she was right mentally to produce uh for LSU now. And got herself a national championship. And now she's carrying her career to the WNBA. And I know a team will pick her up. You have to pick her up. You know what I mean? You have to draft Alexis Morris. Shorty is that kid. That comeback kid that everybody needs on their team. Because I believe that her potential is still high also. I believe that she can most definitely come uh, lead a team to a, a championship in the WNBA. I believe that she can be in an all-star appearance in the WNBA. I'm I'm pretty sure that Shorty is so good that I believe that she can make the U.S. women team. 
when it's that time. You know what I mean? And that'll be a great comeback, a, a better comeback story. So, you know what I mean? I, Alexis Morris, man, I believe in you. I believe in you. And I hope you accomplish to whatever goals you set for yourself, man, because that's one hell of a story, man, to come back from what you went through and how you did it and now how you left the college ranks. So, hats off to you. You know what I mean? So, I'm going to go ahead and leave LSU alone on that one because LSU had, had did so much and, and they deserve what they accomplished this year, man. So, once again, shout out to the LSU Lady Tigers. <laughs> shout out to Angel Reese for overcoming all that American talk that she's not the one and she's to this and she's all that. And shout out to Alexis Morris for not giving up her money. Alright, uh, Caitlin Clark, a person, like I said, Shorty is here. She has arrived. She is the next thing popping once she's crossed over to the WNBA. Now, I believe that she will win a national championship. You know what I mean? Angel Reese, like I said, you're my favorite, but it's not to not to discourage you or anything. What I believe, I, I believe in you, but Got to kind of look over your shoulder. Caitlin Clark is coming. She showed that she's an outstanding player. She shows that she is ready. You know what I mean? She is She is a hell raiser. She is feisty. She ain't going no damn where. You know what I mean? And, 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 and she really showed that. The range that she has, the, the, the game that she has, and the knowledge. And I'm pretty sure she's going to keep getting better and better and better as she uh, grows into her basketball journey. That's somebody, that's a that's a most definitely a player. Once she crosses to the WNBA, man, teams are going to be lined up for her. And whatever team that gets her, whoo, she's going to light the WNBA up. Whoo, she's going to light that league up, man. Like I said, see, this is why we say put these females on the, on the platform as the males, man. You that it is it, the talent is there, the greatness is there, the, the product is there, the viewers will be there. I'm I'm probably gonna be one. I'm I'm ain't no probably. I'm for sure that I'm gonna be one of them. You know what I mean? Cause like I said, I promised my daughter and my uh, sister to go to a WNBA game this year, and we will. So when you when you see me taking those pictures and 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 we out there, yes sir. I support females' sports. Yes, I support them. You feel me? And and like I said, this is the reason why, man. Caitlin Clark, like it got to the point that her dad put her and and males competition in the AAU. You feel me? Like you hooping against the males. That and if you can keep up and compete against the males, like I said, it's no disrespect to the female hoopers, but. Some of these female hoopers will get male hoopers problems. Problems. And I'm pretty sure I, I ain't bullcrapping about that. I'm pretty sure it's because a lot of females is going to make you say, Oh my God! It's going to make some of you guys make want to... reality. Hey, make, make, make uh, one of you guys just... Stop it. Get some help. <laughs> but no, man. All seriously, man. Caitlin Clark, man. I'm glad that uh people 
I understand some of these people was trying to make it a beef between Caitlin Clark and Angel Reese, man, but no, that's competitiveness. You know what I mean? Don't be pissed off because Angel Reese did the same thing that Caitlin Clark did to everybody else throughout the season that she beat. You know what I mean? You can't be upset and mad and call her ghetto all because um she did the same exact thing that Caitlin Clark. You didn't call Caitlin Clark ghetto or or poor sportsmanship and all this other stuff. You know what I mean? And, and I'm glad Caitlin Caitlin and Clark cleared that up, man. To say like, look, I I gotta eat it the same way I can dish it. I have to take it. You know what I mean? It was LSU time. There's no beef between those two. It's just competitiveness, and it shouldn't be no beef. We don't call uh 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 Steph and LeBron a beef. Giannis or Steph a beef. Giannis or 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 uh oh Joel Embiid and beef. It's not a beef. It's a nice rivalry. Competitiveness, something that we need. Nobody don't want to see that buddy buddy ball all the time. I know I don't. I'm not into the buddy buddy ball. We can be homeboys and all that, but once we step on that court, homeboys or not, Doug, I want to see your best because I'm damn sure about to give you my best. You feel me? So, I, I, I'm 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 most definitely pumped that you know, Caitlin and Clark they ain't have no. No no bad file, no bad taste in her mouth or anything in that nature, man, because she shouldn't. She really shouldn't. Let's talk about Dawn Staley real quick in the South Carolina uh Gamecocks, man, and, and real disturbing news. It's like as I keep saying, respect these ladies just like we respect these males. They are hoopers. You know what I mean? Doesn't matter doesn't matter if, if you a fan of them or not. Doesn't matter if you don't like their team or not. You know what I mean? You, the name calling and, and the 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 stereotyping, it's not called for. You know what I mean? And that really got to Don Staley's hands. Some of the people in the media, when you're gathering in public, you're saying things about our team and you're being heard and it's being brought back to me. Okay, and these are the people that write nationally for our for our sport. So you can you cannot like our team. Yeah, you cannot like me. Um, but when you say things that you probably should be saying um, in your home on the phone or texting out in public and you're being heard. And you are a national writer for our sport. It just confirms just confirms what what we already know. So watch what you say when you're in public and you're talking about my team in particular. Writers. Plain and simple, man. Respect. You gotta get respect. Because you 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 making it seem like that uh um these 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 women is not gonna hear what's been going on, what's been said about them, especially if you're a national writer. You know what I mean? You can't be sitting here lollygagging and chi-chi and, and, and thinking that it's, it's it's okay. You know what I mean? Like I said, these women did nothing wrong. It's just not their year because you ain't say nothing bad about John Staley or any about the South Carolina uh, Gamecocks uh, when they was winning. 
when they won back-to-back natties. You eat it near none of that. It was, we might got to put them one of the best teams ever. That's what the conversation was, 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 was talked about in the beginning. Now that she came up on the with them, I'm not gonna say she, because Don Steady shouldn't have to take this uh defeat by herself. It was a team effort. But they came up short to a hot surge in Caitlin Clark. You can't get mad about that. They just came up on the short end of the stick this year. Don't get me wrong, I, I personally thought it was gonna be LSU in, in South Carolina in the national championship because I felt like LSU wanted to get the get back. In the beginning of the you know, during the season when South Carolina beat them. I wanted LSU to end South Carolina 45-44 game win streak, whatever uh win streak they was on. But you know, Iowa did it. And you can't and, and nobody should be mad because it was gonna, in my opinion, I think South Carolina was gonna their record was gonna come up short regardless, whether it was against Iowa or whether against LSU. That's just my opinion. I just think that this year it was all fit for LSU. It was there that that game would have been a get back game. So, um, but you know, man, you you gotta respect because they are, they produced a number one a potential number one draft pick for real in the of Boston, who's most definitely should be a number one draft pick. Because during her time in, 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 in South Carolina, she had did nothing but grow, elevate her game. And I'm pretty sure, just like I said about Caitlin Clark and Angel Reese, teams should be lined up for Aaliyah Boston. Should be lined up for her. And I'm pretty sure it's going to be lined up for her. Whoever can get it, they're going to get her. Especially if you're number one draft pick. Why not? Because, like I said, the WNBA is, is, going, is getting better and better. So if you didn't catch it earlier, you better hurry up and catch it now. Because what's what's yesterday price ain't gonna be today's price. I can tell you that right now as far as this WNBA man, but there's no way you should disrespect South Carolina and, and Don Steady, man. It's it's no way. You shouldn't. You know what I mean? You, you it, it's it's like what do you have bad to say about her or them? Other than they 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 came up short, <laughs> you know what I mean. Uh, it it that's just pretty much it, man. And and I really, really, really hope that Don Staley could get another team and and really get to the national championship again. Uh, well, hopefully Angel Reese is out there, you know, into the WNBA by then. But <laughs> you know what I mean. But honestly, on 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 for real, I I believe that she will be. A national champion, uh, coach again. I believe we're gonna have to put, uh, Don Steady name up there with Kim Mulkey, Pat Summers, and Gino. Like I, I really do. You know, what I mean, I'm pretty sure it's other great coaches. That's you know, what I mean, that that's either between or behind Don Steady. But I believe that Don Steady will be mentioned with one of the greats and should be almost ready to be mentioned with one of the greats. You feel me? So, all that disrespect, man, is just. Shouldn't shouldn't happen. It really shouldn't. It's, it's not called for, man. And, and and put some respect on her name. Put some respect on that South Carolina team name, man. Because I'm pretty sure without the South Carolina females, don't get me wrong, I, I respect the males also, but 
without the the females, man, uh, what do South Carolina really gonna have down there, sports wise? I don't know about the baseball. You know, I mean, if they got a a, a minor league. Or, you know, I don't know any other sports down there other than, you know, their college team. You feel me? So, especially if you're a national writer and you, you, you know, travel and all that, man. Come on, man. Respect, respect. Because I'm pretty sure they, they, they would have gave you the same respect, too, man. So, give them respect. All right. Um, let's talk about the men's real quick. Let's, let's, let's talk about the men's real quick. Let's go. All right. Man. Yukon. UConn had won its fifth national championship. You know what I mean? And, and shout out to them, man. Give them some, give them some love. Because they most definitely deserve the love that, uh, to get their fifth national championship, man. That I believe that now, it, like, should we put UConn as a, a dynasty college team now? I believe so. You know what I mean? I understand they haven't won. It's been a little minute since they won. But they... UConn has really produced greats. You know what I mean? You you got your your Mecca Okafors, your Ray Allen's, your uh Oh man, I just had a whole list of people. Your Rip Hamilton, your Kimball Walkers. Um Man, that's all I'm gonna give y'all right now because I had a whole list of it, but I I I forgot what I did with my list. But those 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 names right there alone. Is 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 solid and and shout out to I, I forgot um Angel Reese cousin also another Baltimorean you know what I mean winning the national championship too man so shout out to him also man, I'm prepared on this one a little bit I, I I had his name also but um college basketball I'm pretty sure y'all anybody predictions your your bracket you didn't win it. I know I didn't win it. <laughs> didn't came close to winning it, man. I, I didn't pick UConn to come out, honestly. You know what I mean? I, I was kind of riding with uh, Kansas State a little bit. Um, Kansas State has this uh, also a comeback player in Keontae uh, Johnson, um, who should get talked about and recognized um, also. But uh, I was riding with them. I believe I thought they was going to actually pull out uh, because, you know, the story of Keontae Johnson. Um, but... UConn was like, hey, we the survivors. <laughs> and they actually got that, man. And, and like I said, man, it, it, it's, I, I believe you have to put UConn as the dynasty uh, college team. I believe you have to put them up there because um, if I'm not mistaken, you know, we put Duke, UNC, uh, UCLA, um, I'm pretty sure it's, it's, it's Another team that has at least three or more championships, uh, you know, with that uh, in their college, colleges. You feel me? But um, we most definitely got to put UConn up there. Like I said, UConn was was a team that was producing NBA ready players already. <laughs> you feel me? So, um, and then also, you know, I mean, it was one of the first times that actually the number one seed wasn't actually uh, in the national championship. And a lot of people was like, oh, man, it's making the college game phony. I don't believe so. I believe that now that you should, you should no longer look at Cinderella teams anymore. You should give, uh, like, uh, SMC and Florida Atlantic, Coastal and, and St. Mary's and, 
you know, a lot of those lower level colleges, some love them. Um, excuse me. They should most definitely get some love, you know, for the simple fact, number one, the transport, the transfer portal. You know, some of these athletes can't really hold up to, to excuse me, hold up to, uh, you know, academic standard wise. Um, and, and, you know, I mean, it, it's, it's not their fault because, you know, some of them can't really keep up with the learning uh, curves and with the schedules and trying to do this and trying to do that. You know, I mean, sometimes uh, some of them kids are just not. Uh, responsible enough to actually uh, uh, fulfill, you know, what they should uh, do as far as academically-wise, um, you know, what they should do as far as, you know, trying to keep their grades up and stuff like that. Um, so that transfer report also keeps them in a Division One. It might not be a, a, a 1A, but, you know, I mean, it might be like a 1AA or something in that nature, but it keeps you in the Division One competitiveness. When some of these teams, all they need is height sometimes. You know what I mean? Once they can finally get that height, now they they got they got shooters. They got small guards that can run up and down the floor, but some of these lower colleges didn't really have height to play against a Kansas, a Duke, uh, a UConn, you know, stuff like that. So now that this transfer portal and some of these guys, you know, as they transfer to these colleges, like, hey, it's no longer – a Cinderella team, you know. What I mean, you have to be maybe a, a division two, division three if you can make it that far into the uh conference. You feel me? To you to be bid into the NCAA bracket. So until then, I think that that Cinderella thing should kind of go to be laid to rest now. Like you know, that it's just my opinion on that, especially on that men's that men's level. You, you see that number uh no number one. C was left in the uh, tournament. Uh, number two, throughout the season, how long a number one team held that number one spot? It was like a max of two weeks, maybe. You know what I mean? So it, it's it's like you can't really have a guarantee set number one. I remember throughout the year, back in the day that uh college teams used to be number one through in the beginning of the season all the way, or at least halfway throughout the season all the way. It wasn't no back and forth, back and forth, oh, you the new number one, this is the new number one team this week. It wasn't like that. You know what I mean? It was like UConn was number one from the beginning of the season to the end of the season. You know what I mean? You got to just hope that you they have a bad night in the, uh, one of those sweet 16s, elite eights or something like that, and you can knock them off. You know what I mean? That was your Cinderella team. Now it's, they, it's like teams match up completely now. You know what I mean? Like I said, as long as you can have a big versus another big, and you don't have to have a, you know, a, the D1 guy like a Kansas, no, Purdue. Purdue had like a seven-foot-two guy. You know what I mean? It was probably, if you didn't have a guy, it, you know, normally the lower colleges have like a, a guy that's six six nine six ten trying to play that seven-two guy. He might have dominated in his conference, but now going against a seven-two is like, oh, guys. I don't know. But now you got guys that can that's seven two. He was seven two. Might have a guy that's maybe hit seven feet now and can compete with him. That two inches ain't really meaning nothing for real. Cause as you can see, Purdue didn't last that long in the uh in the tournament. So I just like I said, I just think that Cinderella should be most definitely uh laid to bed. And uh I'm not saying that UConn was the Cinderella team this year. It was just a surprise team. 
Um, I really thought that UConn would have got put out maybe around the Elite Eight. You know what I mean? I, I, I thought that was their exit ticket. But they proved me wrong. <laughs> you know, they proved the rest of the world wrong because, like I said, the, nobody had the bracket when Nobody bracket was good. Nobody. So it's just pretty much a... On that, but shout out to UConn now. All right, man, let's, let's move on from the college, man, to the pros. Let's go. All right, man, it, it's, it, it, it hurts my heart to see that one of these guys of the NBA, man, is finally great, hang his uh, sneakers up. He's saying that this year is most definitely his last year, man. Doesn't matter about his contract. He got Even though he got one more year left on his contract for the uh, upcoming year, but he said this year is, is this is it. Once this team uh, leaves the playoffs, that's it. And that's my guy, Derrick Rose, man. It's just like, wow, man. I remember when Derrick Rose first got into the league, man. First got into the league. He just, he, he set that league, he set the league on fire, man. And if it wasn't for those knee injuries, man, that, that ACL, MCL, oh, man, I think Derrick Rose would have been multiple MVPs. I think he would have got a chip. Um, and multi and way more all star appearances. You know, what I mean, I, I think uh he's one of those guys that's knocking, like really knocking on that um Hall of Fame door. Um basketball hall of fame man, I, I, I believe he got some accolade that can most definitely consider him um being uh, um a Hall of Famer. Uh, like I said, man, he 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 played fourteen. This is his fourteenth season, um, and and you know, what I mean, as of right now, I I got six hundred ninety nine games as he played throughout his fourteen uh, year career, and and I uh, I got some couple of stats about Derrick Rose, man, and and also in the comments, man, y'all let me know do y'all think Derrick Rose should be uh, a Hall of Famer. In 2007, he was Illinois' Mr. Basketball. Also in 2007, he was McDonald's All-American. In 2008, he was the first overall draft pick out of Memphis. In 2009, you know, in, in that 2008-2009, he was rookie of the year. He also was all-rookie first team. In 2011, he made the NBA all-first team. He was a three-time All-Star. He was also in 2011 MVP. He's a two-time FIBA gold medal in 2010 and 2014. His career stats right now is 17.7 points a game, 5.3 assists a game, 3.3 rebounds a game. He is shooting at 45% field goal range and 31% from the three-point. Uh, he has 56 games with 30-plus points. 56 out of those 699 games. Out of those uh, 14 seasons and 699 games, he didn't play for the Bulls, the Knicks, the Cavs, the Timberwolves, the Pistons, and now still with the Knicks. Um, Like I said, in my opinion, I think he's knocking on that door. Um, But... If you can say a Grand Hill, you know what I mean? Everybody loves Grand Hill. 
Grant Hill deserves to be in the Hall of Fame, but Grant Hill also career was kind of like Dark Rose. You know what I mean? Kind of. I think Dark Rose maybe accomplished this a little bit more um, than Grant Hill. Grant Hill was, I think he was co-MVP, uh, co-Rookie of the Year with Jason Kidd in 97. Um, I don't believe Grant Hill was the MVP. If you know, I could be wrong. Uh, so um, Grant Hill also had uh knee and back uh injuries that kind of slowed his career down. Um, and I also believe Grant Hill didn't have injuries, man. I believe he would have been a champion also. Um, I believe he'd have been uh ranked higher. Um in the top 75. Um, I, I Like I said, Grant Hill made an impact into uh, the NBA and still made it to a Hall of Fame. And, and that's where I think Derrick Rose is also kind of where he's at. You know what I mean? So I, I believe Derrick Rose most definitely um, is knocking on that door. Um, I'm pretty sure. I, I don't know how the vote goes, voting goes for him to get into the Hall of Fame or how the voting goes for the Hall of Fame period. But um, I'm pretty sure that since Dirk Rose is pretty much a likable guy, um, I believe he, uh, some people will give him the nod of getting him in the Hall of Fame. And like I said, I, I, I this is no knock either way, um, to for him or you know what I mean or his career anything of that nature. I just believe that Dirk Rose, it was just those knee injuries, man. Man, like I said, he came in the league and he's. He set the league on fire when he got there. You know what I mean? Even with that LeBron, D-Wade, and Chris Bars heat team, he still gave them hell. He still was able to uh, push them to the, uh, to the Eastern Conference Finals, man. And, and like I said, if Derrick Rose maybe would have had a, a different, another score with him at that time. You know what I mean? During that time, you know, Carlos Boozer was the okay power forward, but it wasn't a Boozer from the beginning of his career. You know, Joe Kim Noah was a good defender, but he wasn't a good offensive player. Um, Mike Dunleavy finally got there, you know, a little later in his career, and Rip Hamilton also got there late in his career. I don't think that uh, Derrick Rose had that second score. I think if you had a healthy Derrick Rose and Jimmy Butler would have got there, oh, man, I think those two could have most definitely, a young uh, young Jimmy Butler was, was, was deadly. Not saying he's not deadly now, but he was hungry when he first got into the league. So I think if those two could have, you know what I mean, did a little bit damage, more damage, uh, maybe Dark Rose could have most definitely uh been a champ. But during that time, man, uh, you know, Jimmy Butler was still in college when Dark Rose was making his impact in the NBA. Um, and that was the main reason why uh the Bulls went and drafted Jimmy Butler anyway. Because, you know, Dark Rose wasn't wasn't uh you know available enough you know due to injuries so you know i mean i i, I think dark rose most definitely should get a should get be talked about into the hall of fame um like i said he, he, he he's a little borderline with me but who am i <laughs> you feel me i like your funny words magic man but no man dark rose was my guy man i remember uh me and my bro, man, he he really put me on the dark roads and out of uh, Memphis. When we, when we seen him in Memphis with that team with Joey Dorsey, uh, I think the uh, man, what was the I forgot the guy name. I don't want to say Michael. 
uh, Gilchrist, but it was it was something in that nature. I can't remember his name, but uh, that team that they had uh, and oh man, what was I can't remember our guy name. We used to call him Sleep because he always looked high, your eyes very low, but he was one of them lanky, long, the broad defender guys that you know. I mean, you, if you if you got past Joey Dorsey, man, you you was most definitely coming up to him. Um, but like I said, my bro put me on the dark roads in Memphis, and that's when they had John Calipari. Uh, before he went to um. Where he at? Kentucky. Um, he most definitely put that that dark rose in that team. Boy was was a scary team. They would have won the national championship if they would have hit their free throws. That was their only downfall was the free throws. Like I said, man, dark rose would have been a national champion, but couldn't hit free throws, man. But that show right there, like dark dark rose greatness, and that's why he got drafted so high. Number one overall, you feel me? But like I said, man, he special, special talent, special talent coming out of Chicago, man. And and I really wish that he didn't have to go through those ACL injuries and stuff like that. But like I said, he's borderline of making uh Hall of Fame. But like I said, that's my guy, man. I, I most definitely enjoyed his career. I most definitely believe that whatever he's trying to do, uh, whether it's, be a family man, be a coach to his sons, or because this son is coming up to be very nice too, man. Y'all, y'all need to kind of look into Dark Rose's son, man. He, he he's a ball in his own too. Um, but I also believe that uh, Dark Rose is whatever he's whatever he's going to do, coaching, um, on any level. I believe Dark Rose is that guy that can, can can be, that guy. You feel me? He, I believe he's going to be him. Whether he's a coach, motivator a broadcaster, analyst, whatever this whatever he's planning on to do, man. I I I believe in you, Dirt Rose, man, and I wish you nothing but the best, man. So shout out to Dirt Rose. Alright, man. Woo! Y'all most definitely help me out with this guy name, man, because I've been trying to say this guy name right for the longest. And I at first I wasn't gonna do no coverages on my man, but I have to. Victor Wamba Wamba Wimbe Wamba, I believe that's his name, man. <laughs> the seven two foot Frenchman, man, nineteen year old Frenchman, man. Shorty Shorty has got that talent. I think Shorty is going to be nice. Um, I see that teams is most definitely tanking for him. So let's talk about him. Let's go, man. Like I said, man, we go, I'm just gonna call him Victor because I want to make sure I, I give him respect and <laughs> say his name right. So Victor. 19-year-old France, man, he is, uh, last I checked, is either between 7 foot 2 or 7 uh, foot 5, 229 pounds. He is projected to be the number one overall pick for the uh, NBA next year. And and the stats that he's been putting up, I, I believe he should be probably talked about as the number one overall pick, man. Um, I'm pretty sure it's, it's more talent in the college level that's coming out of college or G League. That should be mentioned, but this guy um, could be something special. Could be something special. Now, overseas, in 20 games this year, he's averaging 20.5, 21.5 points a game, averaging 9.4 rebounds and 3.3 assists. Um, and, and that's not bad for a 7'2", 
maybe a seven foot five guy. And and my only thing about it is I see teams tanking. I seen executives put out a, a you know tweet message whatever saying uh wish our team would have lost more games so we can be in that running for him like 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 all I just gotta say is Hey yo what the fuck It's like yo do your job build the team to win a championship now not the tank like who in the f why would you want to build a team just to tank? You know what I mean and don't get me wrong I believe there's some teams out here that's tanking like they're the Houston Rockets. I believe they are trying to tank to get this guy. They got two good guys in Jalen Green and um God, what's the other guy name, man? But they got two good talents down there. And you're not even you you can barely win 20 games. Barely win 20 games. And no disrespect to their coach they, they have down there, their head coach they have down there now. But I also read an article that this guy, this team is so bad that he was so stressed out that after games that they lost that they know they could have won, he, he he had to cry about it. And like I said, I'm not making fun of him or anything in that nature, but you got so frustrated because you know that your team can beat that team and should have beat that team, and, and it didn't happen. And it's like... Why try to bring in another great talent, you know, another good talent or great talent, however you want to look at him, down there? Do he fit your culture? Do he, do he fit the scheme that you're trying to build? Because the scheme that you're trying to build right now, is it doesn't look too good. I don't think just bringing in one man can change the odds of anything. I think you have to put him in the right system. The Spurs is another team that's in a running for him. Does he maybe fit down there in San Antonio? It's a possibility because they have a great coach down there. You know what I mean? Is San Antonio that team that that uh uh can win off his talent? Not just off of his talent. No, I believe that you're going to have to build a team. Now, is that a way like how you build like David Robinson and Tim Duncan? It's the possibility. You know what I mean? Because like I said, this guy's an all-around player. He's just not a low-post player. You know what I mean, and and, and um, I I just don't believe that he's automatically going to put you in championship contention. I just don't see it. Like I said, I I don't care how good is he doing overseas. It's like now when you play against NBA talent, a guys like Steph and 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 Clay and AD and LeBron and Giannis, KD, guys that knows what it takes to win. And 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 already won before. You know what I mean? You got to go against these guys night after night. So I don't think him going to these lower level markets automatically puts them in contention. Don't get me wrong. I believe him going to the Spurs can maybe develop his skills and he can become that guy. You know what I mean? And you put good pieces around it because you got like I said, you got a good coach. It's just that good coach just don't have a good team to coach. Yeah, you feel me? So, also the Pistons, great. They got good talent, good talent. You know, and Chad Cunningham and and uh, I forgot the dude named Ivory up there also. But bringing in Victor, does that make them a championship team? No, I don't think that puts them over Boston, Milwaukee, Philly, 
Cavaliers. You know what I mean? New York. I just think that you you elevate your team to be a little bit better. You gave your team a little bit of zazz. You know what I mean? Just to 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 watch on TV because once he gets to the, I'm pretty sure everybody's going to tune in to, to see is he that hype. You know what I mean? And, and hopefully he don't have like a Chad Holcomb's uh, off season. You get hurt in all. You know what I mean? I don't want to wish no ill will on him, but you see what we we forgot about him. And the Thunder is still winning. You know what I mean? I believe that once Chad Holcomb come down and the Thunder now has have a, a better chance of not being a 10th seed to maybe now fight to be a 8th, 7th seed now. You feel me? So, uh, I don't think Victor automatically changed the Pistons and most definitely ain't going to change the Hornets. The Hornets is just, no. They is failing. Failing miserable. You feel me? So, I, I, I see teams, I hope this is not the Hornets, Pistons, Spurs, Rockets tanking to feel like, yeah, we this is going to make us a championship team. It's like, nah, you just get a, a star player that can most definitely, uh, you can boost your ticket sales now a little bit. Hopefully, he can be that guy. You know what I mean? But we shall see, man. Um, I believe he most definitely probably going to be a number one overall pick. And also, one of my concerns is people that tall, really, it's hard for them to last long, especially if he's over 7'3". You know what I mean? Look at the George Marathon. Look at, uh, you know, Sean Bradley had a nice career in the NBA, but eventually, bad knees. You know what I mean? And also, George Marathon, bad knees. And I hate to say it now, you starting to see, look how Giannis plays so hard now. Now he's starting to get a little bit of injury. Kevin Durant starting to get a little bit of injury. Toward, you know what I mean? Towards, you know what I mean, deep into their career stuff for Chad Holcomb. But, you know what I mean, these tall guys, it's is, is, is tough on their knees and their ankles. Um, But, like I said, I, I, I believe he's going to be a great, great talent, great addition to whatever team uh drafted him. He's going to most definitely boost your team a little bit better. But, like I said, I believe you still have to put a good team around him to make your team a championship or a playoff contention. Do you feel me? Just my opinion. All right, man. I appreciate y'all, man. I'm going to go ahead and wrap this episode up, man. I got to get ready to do some family uh, duties, you feel me? So, I appreciate y'all, as always, tuning in, man, to my episode, as always. Make sure y'all go tell a friend that can be a friend that possibly uh, be a friend that MTMO Sports Podcast is out here, Doug. And I'm out here setting numbers and trying to get to my goal. So, as you, you know, as you telling them to watch this, tell them to subscribe. Like, I'm trying to get to my to my success, to my goal, you feel me, to a 1,000 subscribers on my YouTube channel. So make sure y'all go to my YouTube channel and hit that subscribe button, you feel me? Go to all my platforms and subscribe to me. You feel me on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Good Pods, uh, uh, Podbeams, whatever you, you, you listen to me on. Make sure y'all tell, make sure y'all go subscribe, but most definitely come to my YouTube channel. Let's get, I'm trying to get there. Help me. You feel me? Help me. Um, also, uh, you check me out, uh, check my Instagram, my, all my social media platforms, but my Instagram is, is at MTMO underscore sports podcast. Make sure y'all go check me out. Just give y'all a little clips of my episode. It give you what's going on in the sports world and so on. You feel me? Make sure y'all go check that out. Make sure y'all check out my Twitter and Facebook pages. 
it, that's at my THTS, my opinion. You feel me? Check that out. It's going to be the same thing my Instagram. You feel me? And as I'm on this road to getting to that thousand, you feel me? So make sure y'all go subscribe on that. Also, you know what I mean? Let's give a shout out uh, to my favorite ladies, Locked In Sports. You know what I mean? Make sure y'all go check their um, platforms out. Uh, uh, hopefully, I'm getting it right. It's L-O-C uh, in sports. Oh, L-O-C-D in sports. You know what I mean? Check them out. Locked in sports. Make sure y'all go check them out on all their platforms. Make sure y'all check out my guy, Rada, uh Uncensored Podcast. You know what I mean? He got some funny topics. You feel me? It's always entertaining. So make sure you go check out my guy. Make sure you check out um uh, me and my guys. On the ASAP Network, The Real Talk. Uh, we drop Mondays and Thursdays. Uh, we talk about uh, football, basketball, combat sports, all that. You know what I mean? Mondays and Thursdays, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Check us out. You feel me? We got the dope topics on there. Uh, I want to make sure I ain't leaving nobody out. Um, I think that's it. You feel me? Hey, uh, make sure y'all on, you know, if y'all watching this on YouTube, make sure y'all comment. Down there, leave your comments, what y'all feel about this episode or what y'all feel about the topics I was talking about. You feel me? Um, Like I said, make sure you subscribe, share the episode, so on, so on. You feel me? And as always, oh, let me give y'all my quote, man. Give y'all my quote. I've been bluffing on that. You feel me? My bad. You know, I always got to give y'all some some motivation, some some great uh, 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 speech to go out on. You feel me? Good quote. My bad. Let me say that. A good quote. And the quote is, nothing is impossible. The word itself says that I'm possible. Believe in yourself. Take that next step in whatever it is you're trying to do. You know what I mean? If it's something positive, something good, man, tag me in it. I'm most definitely trying to show the love and support as best as I most definitely as I can. You feel me? So make sure you believe in yourself and take that take that step. I'm living proof that I'm, I'm that guy. You feel me? I'm taking that next step. So, and as always... I'm out. Help me get to that thousand subscribers. <laughs>